Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000 The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the Bad Movie Review Show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise dice today. Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. Having had a chance to plan their assault due to Iris's future vision, the coterie attacked the Saturn Prince before he could become a god. Iris turned two of the bear boys back to their side, Ridley stabbed the ever-loving shit out of the Saturn Prince, and Everett accidentally shot Chonky and is now turning him in to a vampire. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Iris, looking around this room, uh, you see a major uh, pop music icon uh, who apparently has lived a very storied life uh, being literally torn apart uh, by Ridley, which unfortunately you now know enough to know probably isn't enough to fully kill this guy um, because vampires, but it's it's a bad way to go. It'll, it'll eventually get him. It's just not going to be fast. Meanwhile... Uh, Everett just fucking shot Chonky in the heart and he's eating him now? 
Um, and despite your, your, your measured words based on your vision of don't let blood get in the circle, oh, baby, is there blood in that circle? So um, as the only one who is kind of aware of this, this threat, given that both of them have messy successed their way into a weird frenzy state, what do you do to attempt uh, to stop the, or at least slow the blood circle? I will say, based on the simple math of this, looking around, um, the odds of stopping it are very low, but you can probably delay it long enough that your coterie comes back to their senses. Alternatively, the door is behind you if you choose to leave. <laughs> <laughs> or fourth option, step to the middle and yell, I am become a god and see what happens. I just, I was considering that. <laughs> I feel like Iris and Ridley are just slowly <laughs> meeting in the, that Venn diagram. The circles are eclipsing. That was actually my first instinct is to, to, to step in and All right. try to take over the ritual for myself. Do it. To try uh, to like gain control of everybody. Yeah. All right. I think that's fair. Um, <laughs> no, okay. it actually was. It, I yeah. was thinking that right. I, I fully, no, I fully believe it. Oh, I, I believe you. I believe you. I just love that we both had that terrible, terrible self-obsessed thought. It's beautiful. Yeah. Also, Miles, we've played poker. I know when you're lying, that ain't it. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Fuck me. Um, should have taken a longer break. <laughs> so, um, that's what you get, that's what you get plan for, for a thousand. So, uh, Iris, um, this room is a clusterfuck. Everything is a clusterfuck. And despite the fact that you and Ridley are kind of on side, uh, Everett, who you've been a little suspicious of for a while now, has seemed to gone fully rogue. You also, in your vision, saw, like, the look, and if you're watching this video, it's entirely worth uh, worth a watch if you're not, uh, just for, A, all of our faces throughout the messy successes, but B, Ryan's face, both as Ryan and as Ridley, when Chonky killed himself in the vision. So you, you're also kind of worried about what the fuck's going to happen if... Ridley wakes up, and also, you're on the run for murder, everything's going to hell, Emily's a monster somewhere, it's time Iris got hers. I'm gonna get me some superpowers, baby. So, you step into the circle. <laughs> she says quietly. I was gonna say, I, I, I gotta ask, uh, what do you say? Do you mutter that to yourself, or yeah. do, you, do you proclaim, okay. Uh, <laughs> Why not? It's great. Uh, truly, every poet's endgame. Uh, besides, uh, Sad Prince used to be Oscar Wilde. You just got to get some of that fame. I, I was going to say, here's the challenge, Iris. Can you turn that into a haiku? I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, yeah, what's your power haiku? No. It's a one-word haiku. Um, so you, you step into the center of the circle and watch as um, the, the blood from uh, the sacrificed uh, begins to thread its way inward um, and as it does uh, the room begins to pulse uh, the the very concrete walls themselves begin begin to shake um, and with it your vision begins to kind of blur almost with um, the the strength uh, of a heartbeat um, and you feel um, uh, a power flowing through you unlike um, anything you you've experienced um, and as the, the blood begins to kind of grow closer and closer, you hear um, amidst the the gleeful sets. Like, I assume, like, Ridley, you're probably making, like, kid-opening Christmas packages. Like, like a Dursley-opening package. Just like, yay! I assume. I, I, I feel like, yeah, it's like when you hear a pack of jackals eating, like, there's laughter, but also really scary aggression because he's kind of in animal mode. Great. Um, so you hear that uh, kind of cacophony occurring... Um, you hear the satin prince. eating sausages. 
Yeah, there you go. You hear the Satin Prince occasionally muttering like, no. Um, <laughs> My haiku. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he's your biggest fan as well. No, I'm going to get me some powers, baby. No. <laughs> I mean, look, not everything was meant to be on a T-shirt or a plaque in our kitchen. But that was meant to be both. Um and uh, yeah, you um, you watch as the the blood rushes now um, faster through through the icon, tracing the image you saw um, burned into your into your mind. Um, and as it finally reaches um, the the kind of square that was uh, carved around where the satin prince stood, um, everything goes quiet for uh, just a moment, um, and then the blood turns black and begins to rise in that spooky like, um, anti-grav way, uh, starts to kind of rise and spike upward. And, uh, in your head, uh, you hear a voice say, Oh, well, uh, you're not who I was expecting, but suppose beggars can't be choosers now, can we? Uh, and that is when the demon Metathiax enters you. Um, so... (laughs) Everett, uh... You need to feed Chonky some blood to get this 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 party going. Um, how do you think you feed him? Tom, I also just got to throw this out there. Everett's drinking Chonky, which I think he has to take a test to even see if he can do without explosively vomiting everywhere. That's a great point. I completely forgot about that. I am a blood leech, so I can't eat people. Yes. Uh, however, in this instance, because you are creating uh, a kindred... I'm still going to make you roll it, but the goal isn't... I think you can think of this more as um, trying to suck venom out of a wound than as actually feeding. So I think it's like it's in your mouth. I don't think you're you're consuming him. It's just there needs to be... Um, the blood must be shared. So I'm still going to make you roll it, but um, I think for our purposes, it's worth drawing that distinction. Um you're not actually, down. Because otherwise, Ventru, like, I know they're, they're pretty picky as, as a clan, but otherwise they'd have a really fucking hard time um, making... Um, well, anyone else could. Her. He just can't do it to non-vampires. Oh, I suppose that's true. No, but I mean, this would be true across the board, though, because if you're like, ah, you're not the kind of person I drink, but I need to turn you into a vampire. <sighs> um, uh, I mean, yeah, that's true. They couldn't turn anybody who isn't their type without this test. Yeah, yeah so, um, but very good point. Uh, and, you know, honestly, like, birth in a human baby involves a lot of vomiting, too. So, like, it's fine. Really, it's it's just as in vampire as in life. Yeah, so, Tyler, so they don't cover that, but when you actually turn them into a vampire, you do shit a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was an addition in fifth. Uh, they just added that. It's it's the only rule I could find. I sure can't find how you recover stains, but this this I got. Um, Roll a d10 to see how much you shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so uh, Tyler, uh, how do you feed um, Chonky? Uh, I'll pick up the knife that he had and cut my hand and hold it over his mouth. Okay. Um, you see kind of um, just as as he's like, choking out um from from being shot he just uh like you can you can see him uh swallowing and i think there is kind of a horrible moment uh since you're doing this in a really utilitarian way that you're like actually massaging his throat it's like reverse cpr you're like yeah. get in there i think i'm talking him through it but it's it's not as tender as it could be in other situations when there isn't a mass cult suicide and some kind of demon blood god uh rising and taking over uh, iris i don't know we're, we're gonna find out real yeah. quick so it's just uh 
Come on, Chunky, eat the blood, drink the blood, Chunky. You're going to be okay. Get up, come on. Um, can you roll me a, uh, we're going to say yep. probably composure and uh, say persuasion, please. So that's three dice. Or medicine. I would, I would take medicine instead of persuasion if you want. Three dice for composure. Zero for persuasion. Um, let me see medicine. That's also zero. So we're going to roll three. One success. Um, okay, so it's not going quick, um, but it does seem to be working. Um, you've never done this before. It's weird but um it it does it does seem to be working uh you're also not quite sure like his heart will likely stop but you get the sense he'll he'll get back up so sorry what do i roll for like choking down human blood right that is a uh ventru thing so let me just pull up my my handy book here clans i I originally had two sheets but i think only one was sent to me so i've got all my stats and stuff but i don't have anything about like Diabolism yeah. and stuff like that on the other side, and it's it's definitely under your bane. Um, uh, I've got it on like my sheet just says what the bane is. It doesn't tell me what I got to roll to do it. Yeah, what one moment? Uh, Sorry, guys. Oh, it's all good, man. It's all good. Wouldn't be a, a an important moment in Blood and Serp if I didn't have to stop to try and look something up. Um, Admittedly, we are on a chain of important seconds in these people's lives in a row. This is true. We haven't stopped to breathe for a bit. Um, Tyler, uh, rather than me dicking around with this, let's just go ahead and say, um, uh, I think I'll say it's a stamina and um, maybe... Oh, when drinking outside preference, uh, resolve and awareness. Or you can spend willpower. Hmm. I did write it down. Who knew? Um, resolve and awareness. Uh, I'll take those odds. He said extremely foolishly. Give us some tens, baby. Just give us a whole roll of tens. I want a chain. Uh, that's three successes, which is quite good. Wow. Um, okay. So, again, I think given... Um, even though the, it, it tastes gross uh, to you and, and pushes back. Um, I really like the, the logic you put behind this in terms of like how the desperation Everett is feeling for this, not for saving Chonky, but he's the only lead you have. Um, so with that in mind, you kind of ignore it because it's, again, it's, it's, it's a mechanical thing. It's not, it's not for pleasure. So you're, you're good. Um, excellent. Uh, okay. Um, so that stabilizes Chonky. Um, Ridley, can you roll me a uh, composure and awareness, please? Yes, I can. That is one success. Um, Okay, you're starting to come out of the red out. You're not out of it yet. also, I think you, you've it's occurred to you that um, the Satin Prince hasn't died from being ripped in half, uh, so you start working on his head, because uh, you know that's that's definitely one way down. It's just the old pop and throw. Um, <laughs> so uh, presumably, like holding, ugh, so fucking gross, holding his spinal column from inside his rib cage, you grab under his jaw and start pulling like a weird uh, Christmas cracker. Uh, just to, to see if you can 
brute force yeah, that it, off. It looks like a wrestling finisher. Only he'll he can't tap out. His head will just come off. Yeah, yeah. It's just deep, deep into like Mortal Kombat before the sensors told them they had to take their foot off the gas for a bit, which they've now entirely ignored. But for a hot second, they had to be like, "Oh, I punch him down. No, oh, he's he's done. He, he fatality." <laughs> uh, so give me um, uh, brawl and strength, please. Would this qualify as grappling, Tom? Oh, fuck yeah, yeah, this is definitely a, a grapply check. <laughs> I mean, of a sort. That is three successes. One of them is a 10, but I also rolled a one. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, wait, was the one on a hunger dice? The one was on a hunger dice, but a 10 was also on a hunger dice. I think you're fine then. I think you only get a, a feral... Um, with two failures, with, with, one on a hunger die? You have to have failed the check. And sorry, how many okay. successes did you have in total, Ryan? Three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not enough to pop his head off. Uh, you can feel it starting to give. Um, but it's also not bad enough to trigger the feral. Cool. So um, what, uh, what, what horrible thing are you saying as you do this? Um, I think he's just going, can't, can't, he can't, can't, can't. <laughs> repeating his name for him as he tries yeah. to break him in half. Look, you know, you just don't, you don't fuck with the bear boys. This is a lesson written in blood. Um, okay. Iris. Um, so, um, your, your head, uh, is, is suddenly a, a very small, very full space as, uh, the, um, black blood uh, begins to rush up your legs um, and uh, sort of starts seeping uh, into your skin. Um, but more importantly, uh, you find your head is, is moving without your your will and you, you realize for a moment you're, you're a passenger um, in, your, in your own shell. Uh, looking around, um, you have a, a brief moment of, of understanding uh, the way the world, the way this this creature seems to, um, because you know all these these bodies that have, that have collapsed around the circle, they just they could they could do better. They could fit together better, couldn't they? And one by one, uh, you see seams appear across their flesh as uh, their bodies invert and begin slowly oozing towards each other and repacking. Uh, and as though it's as common knowledge as, as anything you could conceive of, uh, you realize where those fucking sewer monsters came from as Metathiax begins to create just slightly better creatures. You know, all the base parts, but better. Um, can you please roll me a... Well, actually, maybe I'll, I'll let you tell me how you want to try and get out of this, and then we'll figure out what dice... Uh, but needless to say, uh, a demon um, wearing you like an iris suit was not necessarily what you wanted when you wanted the power of a god. Uh, admittedly, also not what the Satin Prince expected would happen when he tried to become a god, I, w- I will add for for funsies. Um, how do you think you try and resist this? <sighs> that is the correct response. <laughs> um... <laughs> the only thing to do is sheer force of mind power. Mm-hmm. Um, so what am I going to do? What, uh, what idea do you rally around? That's kind of your, your, your knife as it were. Um, 
protection and loyalty of my friends. Oh, the coterie or buds. He's friends. I think she means Emily, but also these friends. Um, Wow. Okay. That's a remarkably touching moment. Um, I did it to try to help them and this is not going well. I understand. Uh, Okay. Well, with that in mind, um, let's go with um, composure or resolve. And I think awareness. That's not much. Considering what it was before. Uh, Okay. Two successes. Okay. Uh, So definitely not enough to reclaim your body from the ancient demon. Yep. Um, but I will say that similar to, um, uh, Does it give me enough to just fuck with him a little? Yeah, totally. Because I think you start to feel the room of, of kind of where you live in, in, in the, the mind. Uh, so w- what do you do? Um, can I trip him and make him fall on his face? Like, well, me fall on my face? Um. Like if uh, I, if I, if I like. You're throw one of my tre- throw, throw one of my ankles in front of the other ankle. Yeah, I was gonna say you're wearing tremendously stupid heels still, right? Yeah, loose okay. heels. I think you can. Uh, it's not a full on his face. I don't think because like that's a pretty big gesture. But I don't think it takes much to make someone who's never worn heels before fall over in heels. Um, particularly if they're a demon who isn't used to corporeal form. Um, so you focus uh, all of your uh, all of your might on uh, on Lurleen's impractical footwear, and uh, you just hear "Wait, whoa!" Uh, and uh, Metathiax, <laughs> um, uh falls sideways, manages uh, to right himself, looks down, and says, "And they accuse me of being the one to torture." And then he kicks off the heels dramatically. Uh, that said, uh, all of that was pretty helpful for you uh, because it was moments that he wasn't orchestrating flesh monsters. Um, so the flesh monsters continue to to form, but at a slightly slower rate, which is very good for your two compatriots. So at the very least, you've bought them a round. Uh, speaking of that round, uh, let's go to Everett. Um, uh, Chonky is in kind of that um, fading in and out state uh, that Harvey was in. Uh, you get the sense that uh, for him to rise proper, you're going to need to to stow him somewhere for the night. But you definitely, as you understand uh, the making of a, a kindred to be, you you've done you, you've done all you know to do. Um, so now it's just really a case of getting him out of here. Having completed that, you turn back and you hear a whoa and a fall over. Uh, and, um, you see, uh, Lurleen, um, with kind of, um, black streaks of blood, kind of, uh, almost tracing veins outside her body. Um, her eyes pure black, um, and, um, a, uh, a forked tongue, uh, flicking at the air from, uh, within her slightly distended jaw, um, around you, you see um, the the sacrificial superfans um, just full on Cronenberging into um, lumps and shapes. Uh, I don't think you put together the sewer thing just yet because they aren't close enough to that. Uh, yeah. You kind of need to have that knowledge to, to get it. Um, but it definitely looks bad, um, and it looks like uh, Ridley is nearly done with with the satin prints. 
Uh, I will also say the Bear Boys, who were um, under the Satin Prince Alchemy piece, are um, snapping out of it now. Well, that's good. Um, I think I'll rise up from Chonky and uh, yell for the boys to uh, grab the guns in the vault and arm themselves, if they weren't already armed with the Uh, sacrificial knives. The ones who were guarding the room would have been armed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Um, I will, um, I will run down to Iris. Um, I will try to amble over this morphing pile of fresh corpses, try and get into the middle of the circle is where you were, yep. right? Yeah. Um, and try to see if I can, if I can help her kind of get a hold of herself to, to gain control of herself. Cause I just know she went in the middle this this blood like came up and came over her right and coated her. It's and then- it's uh it's yeah it's spreading up from the floor and and beginning to to kind of coat her in these these veins. So I think I might actually like spear her like just like tackle her off of this blood platform and see if I can cut it from her. Okay, cool. Take her from the source. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'll go. Um, I'll give you athletics or brawl and uh, strength, please. Hi there, I'm Tom McGee, and I love stories. And odds are, if you're listening to our shows, you do too. So, if you're wondering how you can help support our storytelling and world building and these wonderful characters and their sometimes ridiculous journeys, you can head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There you'll find a variety of different levels and different perks, starting from as low as a dollar, which gets you into our Patreon-only Discord, where you can talk about the latest episodes, all the twists and turns, and just generally hang out with some truly lovely people. There's a whole variety of levels with everything from advanced episodes, ad-free feeds, to, of course, at our $25 level, getting to create your very own character who appears in some of our shows and sometimes becomes a a long-running friend or foe of our characters. So... If you want to get involved, if you want to help us tell more of these stories, then head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And help us create more of these fun adventures together. Hey, friends. It's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dum-dums and dice. Yes, I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right. That address that I totally just said. Go there. Join Dum Dums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great. Two successes. Okay. Um, normally that wouldn't be enough to pull it, but given that Iris has actually just knocked, uh, Metathiax off balance, uh, I think you're actually like really well positioned, uh, to do this. Um, so you, you plow into her, you knock her off the pedestal. Um, there's a, uh, Iris, you have a momentary sensation of freefall, uh, of just, you know, plummeting. Um, you realize Metathiax is still in here with you, but the, uh, the sensation is is weakened. Uh, also, your head like bounces off the the stone floor, um, which uh, which hurts like a, a motherfucker. But also gives you a brief moment of, of everything being uh, uh, a bit scrambled and a bit uh, yeah, just a bit. Um, you got a bit of room to move. 
if that makes any sense. Um, Tyler, you note the the blood um, beginning to kind of seep back into the floor, and the massive mound of, of organs begins to not um, uh, completely fall apart, um, but almost uh, lump off into smaller groupings, uh, almost as though it can't hold its... It's still struggling to pull itself together, but the, without the the proper will behind it, it is uh, it is having difficulty. Um, Ridley, uh, there is a satisfying pop, and uh, the satin prince's head, much like a dandelion, comes up and off um, with a uh, spray of viscera. Um, and uh, you, 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 even though you can't breathe, you, you, you faux breathe a, a sigh of satisfaction that, that, you know, only comes with the end of a good day's work. And you take in the scene around you. <laughs> you see uh, Everett um, having tackled uh, Iris to the ground. Um, you see the flesh, uh, the, the organ piles beginning to form into uh, creepy flesh monsters. Um, you see all, you see uh, Chonky kind of out of it, but happily not burst like a grape like the rest of them. So that's a win. What do you do? Um, so Everett's tackled Iris. Is there anything? I don't know <laughs> what the fuck's going on. So I feel like he'd just like pick out the knife again and be like, well, it's time to go to fucking work. Uh, and then he just leaped through the air and land on the nearest flesh monster. And his whole goal is just with the knife in his hands, to rip as much flesh off of the monster as he can before it forms. Cool. Uh, I'm not going to make you roll for that um, because it doesn't have... I think if Metaphiax still had, like, a solid grasp on it, this would be more of an issue. But no, it's it's it, it, it's it's so gruesome, but also slightly comical because it's things like, you know, you just, like, fucking grab a bladder and throw it away and then it starts slowly rolling back towards you. But, like... Yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah, and then it's him yelling things like, oh, no, you fucking don't, like stomping on the bladder and throwing an arm that rolls back. Like, a, <laughs> he's trying to hold back the tide like an insane yep. British moron. Honestly, it's a pretty good call. Um, great. Um, okay, that brings us to uh, Iris. Um, so um, you feel like you have a better chance of gaining control of your body now than than you did before. Um, and to some extent, uh, you can almost begin to, to visualize Metathiax. What do you think Iris sees a demon as? It can be a what or a who. Uh, I, I feel like it's more of a what. Um, I feel like it's, this is going to sound weird, but it's kind of, it's really dark and wolf-like. Okay. Great. And uh, are you talking um, like nothing? Yeah, is it like corporeal? Kind of. I can see it stalking. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what Although I was thinking too. That's technically not the nothing. That's Morgar, but that's fine. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Get at us, never ending story, Twitter. <laughs> um, so uh, okay, yeah, that's that's great. That's kind of how I was imagining too. Not not as much a physical thing that you can see stalking around, but more so just kind of a like a darkness that has shape, even though it is is. Yeah, great. Love it. Um, so um, seeing that before you uh, take shape gives you gives you um, a little bit more sense of kind of what it is and what it can do. How do you attempt to force it out of you? Um, I, I feel like this is just like a mind palace thing. 
I mean, it's a Dum Dums and Dice game, so yes, invariably we would mind end up in a Mind Palace. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so yes, 100% a Mind Palace situation. <laughs> this is so bougie, but I feel like she, like, she'd probably <laughs> try to, like, grind it down in some way, whether that's, like, she's a simple person. So whether she's like trying to like stuff it into a like a blender or something. I I dig that. Uh, or like some kind of soda stream perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Grind it into some dust that she can mix into a fizzy beverage later. Okay, I think the blender makes sense. Uh, so um hmm. <laughs> That's how she destroys things. Yeah, can we take intimidation and I think manipulation or composure. The end product, I'm working on it. Right now I've got D-Moothie, and I'm feeling pretty good about that one, but there might be a better one out there. <laughs> Sorry, you said um, composure and intimidation? Yes, please. D-Mooster Juice. <laughs> Only available in hell. Oh, it's D-Monster Juice. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, I dig that. The important thing is you can get protein. Three successes. One's a critical. Okay. Um, gonna roll for the old demon here. Interesting. Okay. Um, so you, um, I think Iris, uh, I, I also just really like the, the tactic um, that I think you, you've decided on here, uh, regardless of the actual form of it, just the, that's not a panic, and it's not like, oh my god, I must regain control of my body. It's legitimately just like, no one like, invited you. I would like to consume it, please. Yeah, uh, great. So you, um, using just bringing the full weight of your frustration about everything you've had to endure, from the sewers, to Lurleen, to not being able to get Ubers, to having to feed from the, like, the weirdo who lives next door, to all of these things that have just been like minor irksome points... And just fucking Iggy showing up all the time and ruining your shit. And the fucking haikus. And you just force, uh, like, the end of it, but, like, with less, like, we're just going to laugh at you. And he'd be like, nah. Uh, you just wave all of your, your fucking bougie rage. Uh, and you force this creature um, into the blender. Uh, and you grind it. And it sounds like grinding glass and nails. But you kind of don't give a fuck because you're the one pushing the button. Um, and then, uh, you pour... I'll just note it's a Vitamix, so... Oh, so it's, it grinds very well. Yeah. Uh, it still sounds like demon being ground. Uh, what do you pour it into? Martini glass. Great. Uh, so you still see the shape, you can see its eyes. You hear, um, Metathiax just say, Little girl, this is not over. What do you do? <laughs> I, I pretty much I say uh, I think it is, and I just down the whole thing. Um, uh, Everett, um, you're looking into Iris's like jet black eyes, looking for any sense that you've done something. Uh, when a same Raimi torrent of black blood just comes erupting out of Iris's mouth into your face, uh, just fucking hosing you. Um, <laughs> Uh, with with uh, this sort of black orange viscera, um, as it does so, Ridley, you you feel the, um, the the kind of organ pile 
uh, collapse. Uh, it's a little bit like um, sliding through a ball pit. You're just kind of like, you're just throwing things that's got shape and then suddenly it goes away and you just kind of slide forward uh, in a, a weird, gruesome slip and slide. Um, but uh, you can feel that uh, the the um, blood in the, uh, in sort of the icon on the ground um, begins to, uh, if you've seen, um, uh, you know that film that forms over uh, molten lava where it's just kind of that black, ashy, uh, thing that I only really know from the film Volcano, um, uh, it, that starts to form, um, and you can tell that the blood has turned to ash. It slowly begins to kind of um, just immediately turn to a very light kind of fluffy particle that begins to drift up through the air. Um, and you can feel this presence is gone. So am I soaked or am I dusty? <laughs> uh, the blood that came out of her is soaked. The blood in the ground is dusty. Got it. Okay. Uh, admittedly, some of that dust is sticking to the, the soaked, so you're oh, kind of both. Great. It's a good uh, day for you. I think I was probably uh, straddling Iris to, like, get it, like, just kind of look right straight down at her face. And so I think when this this geyser hits me, um, it, I think it hits me with enough force that I, I am brought to my feet, and then I teeter over backwards onto my ass. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. yeah, and on the other side of the room, you just see Ridley lean down and pick up the shotgun that he threw aside and then just aim it in the air and look at anyone who's still here in the crowd. And he just shoots it into the roof. And he's like, all right, everybody, the fucking show's over. Everybody go to fuck home. Uh, and then he'll shoot it at the ceiling again. Um, so people start screaming. They rush for the corpse stairs. They can't. So instead they start rushing through the vault. The bear boys are like doing that classic, like, come on, come on, come on um, thing. Um, the, uh, Ridley, um, do you help Iris up or do you help uh, Everett up? Oh, it helps Iris up. Everett's okay. fine. So um, you help Iris to her feet. Um, Iris, uh, you you feel like you got hit by a truck, but also um, I think the sense of satisfaction that you managed to purge this thing is just so overwhelmingly satisfying for you that you actually feel not... Like, you feel bad, but also uh, successful. It's uh, it's Ellen Ripley at the end of Alien, where it's just that, like, exhausted, like, ah, uh, thing. Or John McClane at the end of Die Hard. Really, any cool hero at the end of any cool movie where they have to do hard things. Um, I feel like it's more like uh, Samara Weaving at the end of Ready or Not. Oh, yes, kind of good. Like, That's a good pull, yep. Fuck. Yeah, great. All uh, right, so I got the satin prints. What the fuck happened with you guys? Uh, and... Uh, Ridley, your your eyes uh, fall to Chonky uh, into the very distinct uh, bite marks in his neck. Well, who fucking bit Chonky? What the fuck? Uh, and you just go over to, like, look him over and make sure. Everett just wordlessly just, like, raises a hand, a goopy hand, black <laughs> sludge all over him. Well, what, what'd you fucking eat? My boy. You hurt my fucking boy. Uh, and then, like, get down on his knees to be like, Chonky, I need you to wake the fuck up. We're here for a reason, mate. Um, and as you, you do so, um, his mouth kind of hangs, uh, hangs limp. Um, and it, you know, it could just be a trick of the light, but it seems like his incisors seem to be getting just a little bit bigger. Why did you? No, fuck you. Why did you? Did you turn my fucking boy? Just quietly, doggedly nods his head. And he you also notice back. a bullet hole in his chest. Wait a minute. Did you shoot my fucking boy and then turn my fucking boy? More nodding from Everett <laughs> as he... What the fuck is going on with you? As he just wipes gunk out of his eyes. Uh, 
and then he finally says, uh, Chonky there was, uh, intent on slitting his own throat. Uh, it was too far for me to reach physically, so I tried to shoot, shoot him in him. the arc. No, no, that, that was a result of, uh, me losing focus. I, I didn't mean to hit him in the chest. How did you fucking lose focus? I mean, there was a, I didn't think everyone in the room was going to commit mass suicide and you were going completely apeshit on the satin prince there. And I I don't mean that is a bad thing. I think it's probably good that we took care of him as Wait, quickly everyone as we was- did. Everyone was committing mass suicide. I kind of got fucking laser vision right in the middle. So I remember fighting him and now we're here. And I'll just spit out <laughs> some gunk that's got into my mouth. Uh, just, uh, and I'll gesture to these flesh mounds and say, these were all people before they uh, committed, I don't know, ritual suicide and then oh, transformed. Do you uh, know what? I feel like... I'm appreciating the explanation, but at the same time, I did just shoot a gun in front of a crowd and we ate a man. Uh, We should get the fuck out of here. Which is when two things happen. Uh, First, uh, Iris, and this is becoming a thing that you've realized, this wasn't a thing you ever thought you'd have to worry about, but you're realizing very quickly that you fucking hate. Uh, You hear a voice uh, in your head but to your great relief, it is not the demon Metathiax. Uh, it is, in fact, uh, Azaria Tyrell. And you just hear, it's almost like um, a crackling radio, but um, you just hear her kind of uh, almost whisper, if you save me, I'll save you. Get to heaven. At which point, uh, our old pal Dederick, uh appears in the door his beautiful shark sweater soaked through with blood, uh, just head to toe, end of Evil Dead, red, soaked. His hair still pretty cool, but very bloody. He just says, "Ah, hey, ah, oh wow, this is this is quite a room." Um, don't mean to be a bother. Uh, there's a vampire massacre happening. Could you guys give me a hand with that, real quick? This episode of Blood and Surf features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Dum Dums and Dice logos are done by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control in Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also buy merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 spooky. 
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.